From Mediaface, this is Her Story, a podcast about Canadian women owning it. I came to Canada when I was 11, and when I turned 18, I couldn't wait to go and vote. I'm Amanda Capito, and in this episode, we're talking about women's voice in Canada's political system as voters and as leaders. Meet Beatrice Alas. She immigrated to Canada from El Salvador when she was young, and as a community engagement coordinator for the North York Community House, her goal for the 2015 federal election was to get as many people as possible out to the polls. It's an important responsibility. Other people around the world have so much more to lose when they try to exercise this right. This drive she has to help Canada's future comes from a story in her past. The fact that voting is so easy in Canada compared to other countries. In my home country, for example, where where I was born in El Salvador, I believe that at the time uh, voting was mandatory. And so one of my uncles was in the line to go and vote, and it was like smack in the middle of the Civil War. And he was actually taken out of the line and disappeared. So it was that dangerous to go and vote. Was your uncle okay? No, he was disappeared. Never came back? (laughs) No. It was the Civil War. As you can hear by my gut reaction, it's a much different election story than what people here are used to seeing, where people are taking selfies at polling stations. In El Salvador, there was a price to pay for democracy. Beatrice tells me casting a ballot is something people don't value as much as they should. Sometimes we take it for granted that it is so easy to vote here and that we don't have to worry about um, violence happening or a bomb going off. Beatrice works with a team of volunteers to mobilize voters in Toronto's riding of Eglinton Lawrence. You vote already? Are you voting yeah. on Monday? Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Do you want some information? This is a low-income community, so a lot of people are um, having to work shift jobs or multiple jobs in order to make ends meet. A lot of uh, people who live in this neighborhood are recent immigrants or long-time immigrants coming from a whole variety of different countries, including countries where voting was not something that was encouraged, maybe because it was dangerous or because they had dictatorships, so it didn't really matter. One of the people Beatrice works with is Sue. For weeks leading up to the election, Sue volunteers her time two to three hours every day to encourage residents in the riding to vote. She also came to Canada from Vietnam, where she says voting is seen more as a risk than a right. My country is a communist country. You vote, but you know, not really. You have to get the name, whatever they want. Otherwise, you get me into jail. Sue is sitting at a table decked out with colorful brochures in the lobby of an apartment building in the riding. The brochures aren't red, blue, or orange. They, very strategically, have neutral colors and aim to raise awareness about the voting process. I encourage them, you have to go out to vote. What, what, that's why you are here. When you're here, you forgot about whatever from your country. You cannot vote. You come here, you have a chance to vote. Why don't you come out to vote? Beatrice says what usually stops people from voting in ridings like this one is that people just don't understand how the system really works. For many of them, it, it, there, there's two parts to it. Um, sometimes they're just so discouraged that they don't, they don't really think that it's really going to make a difference in Canada for them to, to vote. 
And then other times, of course, there'll be those who can't wait because they haven't had the opportunity yet. In either case, I think the civic um, literacy or, or getting educated about the importance of voting um, in terms of building democracy is really important. A lot of it is just that they don't really know how the government works in Canada. Someone who definitely knows how government works in this country is former Liberal MP Sheila Copps. Copps was the first female deputy prime minister under Jean Chrétien's government and served for a decade in the federal cabinet. Certainly when I started, there weren't that many women role models. Having a woman in that role gives people, especially young women and girls, a chance to see that there is an opportunity for women to advance in the political system and to be leaders in their own right and not just followers. In 1984, we were six women in the Liberal caucus. And when I started at Queen's Park, I was the only woman in my caucus. We were six women of 125 people in the legislature. It really was symbolically the old boys club. She says having a voice in the House of Commons can be challenging for women because when they're assertive, it's often misconstrued. Myself and uh, some other colleagues, both of whom are men, by the way, who'd had experience in provincial governments in opposition, formed what became known as the Rat Pack, and our job was to hold the government to account. So we were quite aggressive, and I was known as the leader of the pack, but because I was a woman, my aggression was often ridiculed. Mr. Speaker, the, the, short, the short answer is just quieting down, baby. <laughs> of the minister who is responsible for the equality of women in this country. I resent his remarks in the House talking about quiet down baby. I'm not his baby and I'm nobody's baby and I'd like him to withdraw those remarks. 88 women will have their voices heard as they take their seats in Canada's 42nd Parliament. That's up from the 76 seats held by women in 2011. Cops hopes more young women will be encouraged to get involved in politics and get out and vote in future elections. Voting matters. It really does matter. And you're going to see that depending upon how many votes. I, I did lose one election. My first election when I was 24, I lost by 14 votes. So obviously every single person's vote counts. I feel that it's important and I'm excited to vote when I turn 18. I'm waiting for my 18 years so I can finally vote. Like I want to co contribute to like how everything is going to run in the future. These are young girls Beatrice works with in her community. They are part of a group called Blog Girls that uses mentorship to teach young women about the importance of voting and democracy. The girls are sitting in groups holding up signs that they're making to encourage people in the riding to get out and vote. So they're using sidewalk chalk and finger paints to draw symbols of voting. So um, arrows and boxes with check marks um, and messages to continue to encourage the residents to vote. It's not always easy to get this demographic excited about politics. Most people would think of them as apathetic rather than engaged when it comes to voting. After all, in 2011, less than 40% of people aged 18 to 34 went out to vote. It's something Liberal leader Justin Trudeau wanted to change and spoke about in an interview with Vice ahead of the 2015 federal election. Quite frankly, we know uh, that there are an awful lot of 
people out there, particularly young people, uh, who don't feel that voting is a powerful may way of making a difference. Don't vote, you'll just encourage them, sort of thing, is, is one of the lines we hear. But the reality is, don't kid yourself. If a young person doesn't vote, you are still voting. You've actually given a double vote to someone who is voting and probably may disagree with you. I think the most important thing about this election is that people get out and vote. This matters. And yes, I'd love for you guys to vote liberals, but I don't even care. As long as you vote uh, and try and make a big difference. And Young voters of the future, no like Emily, are listening. It's really important to vote because if you don't vote, then for sure nothing is going to go your way, right? But if you vote, then there's a chance that you can get somebody you want elected and they could help you out with um, issues that you're concerned about. Not everybody has a right to vote around the world, so take advantage of this opportunity you have to make a difference in your community, your national community. Voting is important because it's, first of all, it's our civic right but it is also our civic responsibility. And uh, just like a muscle in the body, if we don't exercise our rights and if we're, we don't exercise our responsibilities, we lose them. Voter turnout in the 2015 federal election climbed to its highest in two decades, with initial results showing more than 17 million Canadians getting out to vote. Beatrice's work, along with the many others who spread the word in the Eglinton-Lawrence area, resulted in more than 50,000 voters coming out to cast their ballots there. I really enjoy doing this type of work. It gives me a lot of satisfaction, especially when something clicks and people seem to, to get interested and to feel like they're, you know, that they, they've gotten something that, that gives them a little bit of hope. Her Story is produced by MediaFace, a digital content agency based out of Toronto. For more where this came from, visit mediaface.ca.